0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, June 24th, 2018. And just for the next few moments, I want to talk about expansion. Expansion. Growing up as a little child, And I talk about this um, often. I had three best friends, and they were of a different ethnicity. One was African American, one was Caucasian, and the other other one was Native American. And our relationship was good. And the reason that it was good was because we had a few simple rules. On my end, in order for the relationship to work, I would tell them, listen, I don't want to hear anything about me playing with any of the other Jeffreys on a particular day. And then on their end, they said, don't compare me to any of the other Jeffries. And that was our relationship. And as long as we abided by those things on my end, they respected my wants and respected my terms and conditions, you know, there, and I respected Their terms, and it made for a wonderful reciprocal relationship. One of the challenges in relationship, oftentimes, is perception and how it is viewed—wrong, right, or uh, indifferent—change. Uh, It's something that is a challenge and something that people can have a problem with. But because of how my mother raised me, she raised me for expansion. She raised me to be open-minded. She raised me to embrace all walks of life. Uh, When I went to Sunday school, they taught me things like God is a God of love, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 the bible says that when i was a child i speak as a child i understood as a child and i thought as a child but when i became a man i put away childish things love does not seek her own It's not easily puffed up puffed up so i was taught that love allows you to be expanded love allows you to be extended in relationships so um growing up in my neighborhood uh, There were people who didn't agree with the fact that I had a Caucasian friend and a Native American best friend. And these were all my best friends and the African-American best friend. Uh, Because I'm African-American, I can remember uh, times that I'm engaging with other children and they were okay with the Caucasian friend or okay with the African-American friend. But they were not uh, okay with the Native American friend based on his culture and based on his background that made me know uh, never mind because it was just it was my relationship and I learned that from a child Uh, you don't have to be in agreement with my relationship for it to be a good relationship Uh, a very sweet moment and it's not until this moment that I realized that's when I got to middle school, and I'll say this before I tell uh, the scenario, when I got to middle school, uh, children were very mean. Oh God, very. And children can just be mean in general, or not, uh, not wounded by it. But definitely, I was uh, at that time. Uh, I was challenged by uh, the words of young people. Uh, I was going through a time in my life that. I was a young Christian and I was walking my faith out. So you're different than a lot of people. So, but before we got to that, uh, when I was in high school, excuse me, when I was in elementary school, I was uh, captain of the lunchroom, helper. <laughs> I've been working my whole life. Uh, I was captain of uh, the safeties and I was uh, the hall, uh, captain of the hall monitors so I had a lot of responsibilities Uh, as captain of the hall monitors uh, I have to get to class early uh, and then the first five minutes of class I get to monitor the activity in the hallway and if someone is in the hallway then I I let them know hey it's time to get get to class or you could be in trouble uh when it's time for lunch uh I remember uh I remember our, uh, the leader, his name was Mr. Tom, a uh, captain, uh, and he was the main captain, uh, he, he was main captain in the room, I was just, uh, like a junior captain, but I was captain of the lunchroom helpers, and my job was, uh, five or ten minutes, uh, after the children, you know, ate, and after they got their food, uh, my job was to make sure that I took out the trash and stuff like that, and you know clean things up. and uh, that was one role. And then, after school, uh, I was a safety. And from that point, um, you know roughly about thirty minutes after school, you're making sure all the children get across the, get across the street. And so I worked a lot in school, so I engage with uh, people. And I can remember, um, there was a time, and I was talking to this young lady. And I was only, only 10 years old, only 10 years old, and just talking to her, and we will always have conversation, and, um, I, we liked each other, but she wasn't African-American. She was Native American, and I can remember that we had a school dance, and we had the school dance, it was in the lunchroom, I got finished cleaning up, and, uh, we all had to dance with somebody, and, uh because I was comfortable talking to her uh, I asked her would she take have this dance with me and I had my first dance at the age of uh, 10 uh, with this Native American young lady she was beautiful beautiful skin beautiful long hair all that kind of stuff Uh, I had my first dance with her uh, as I transition and and it'll make sense in a moment as a transition into to middle school, um, the relationship uh, continued, but it continued in a different way. We didn't call each other on uh, the phone. Uh, our connection was uh, studies and intellect and things of the sort. Uh, so now I'm in middle school and I'm in the sixth and seventh and we stayed In the eighth grade and all this kind of stuff we we went the whole entire time in middle school uh not only did i stay connected to her but her uh her cousin he was very um intelligent but he could play basketball i mean he could really he could shoot the lights out in the gym make like every shot he was short but he could shoot he could shoot uh just a caveat uh I didn't hit my growth spur until I was like 12, like 6 inches, so I was short too. So, I was in good company. (laughs) Pastor Richie, why are you bringing this up? I was connected to this Native American young lady. She was beautiful. Again, she had long hair, um, but she was intelligent. She was a 4.0 student. She knew her stuff. Uh... She had a perspective on life and she was loyal uh she talked to me about her family and the things that they did and their traditions and their sense of family and how they ate together and to me it sounded just like my family uh my mother would cook spaghetti every wednesday night i knew what i was going to eat on certain nights because she my mother had a routine so my mother taught me To embrace people from all walks of life and to be expanded in my relationships. Watch this. Because I'm connected to people who are not expanded because they're children. They're children. They're young. Uh, When I tell you the things that people said to me, the things that young people did to me as a child, I was kicked I was kicked. I was spit on. I was—I mean, it was—it—it it was literally the worst time as a as a young person. Uh, worst time in my life was, was middle school. And can, and if I were to be honest, I'm a grown man now, and I'm just now making the connection that the reason that people were trying to bully me. And they were upset with seemingly upset with me, and definitely were upset they're kicking and spitting you, spitting on you. Uh, was because of my choice in relationship uh, because I chose to interact with students and people who were not of my uh, background. And that's a real place in life. I want you to understand. That when you make a decision to embrace new ideas, new thoughts, new realities, uh, people who have a vantage point that you don't have. uh, Because my mother always talked to me and explained things to me about how it's important to think outside of yourself and to consider people then I've always wanted to embrace another perspective because I've always felt like that your perspective is going to add something to me. And that's why I love my mother so much because she taught me how to be expanded. She taught me how to be extended. Now, because as a child, I understood Native Americans, I didn't know that I was going to be working one day in an environment where there was just going to be a lot of Native Americans and uh, I'm in this particular sales environment, I'm in a sales environment and I'm interacting uh, with a group of young men, uh, Native Americans and they are very analytical. Which is a good thing. They're very smart. They're intelligent. They're analytical. And when they come into the store, people are like, "Listen, I don't, I don't want to engage with them because all they want is a sale. They just want a discount." And I'm looking at them like, "That's not the perception they have." Uh, but because I was Raised, and I connected with Native Americans early in life. I didn't see it like that. I had a respect for their intelligence. I had a respect for any questions that they would ask. So, as a young man, he comes in, and he's a window shopper. And if you're a salesman, you don't want to keep interacting with the window shopper. You want to you want to interact with a person that you can influence. So uh, every day, he would come in, and he would ask me questions about this and that, this and that technology, and I would just listen to him. I would just listen to him and listen to him, and he would, he would tell me everything that he understood about the technology, and I never tried to challenge his perspective. I never tried to challenge his uh, approach or his way of looking at things, even though I knew, but I just listened to him. Watch what happens. When, when all the iPhones come out, when all the iPhone comes out, I have no idea that this young man I've been interacting with—he's uh, like the manager of all the accounts for like Ford Motor Company. He comes in and he says, "Hey, I, I want to get an uh, iPhone today." I'm like, "Okay." Nobody else wanted to deal with him. Nobody else wanted to interact with him because he never buys anything he says i want to get an iphone i said okay and i'm prepared for him to do what he always does because he comes in like at least once or twice a week he doesn't buy anything but he like he loves to stay connected to what's new and play with stuff and and we get up to the counter and all this kind of stuff and you know he he's talking to me about you know he doesn't want the most data he doesn't want the most this he doesn't want the most that but he said he said But I want to make sure that uh, I get these accounts uh, to you. He said, I came in today because you always listen to me. You always hear me out. He said, "Uh, I need to open uh, an account with 50 lines. 50 lines, 50 business lines. When I tell y'all, I didn't care if nobody else came in for the rest of the day. I didn't care if nobody... I was good for the rest of... (laughs) the month but if i never dance with a native american girl if i never play basketball with my native american young friend if i if i buckle under the pressure of the people in my culture that say uh, don't connect with a certain kind of people don't i don't let the children influence me I didn't let those who were immature influence me. I allowed the voice of my mother to ring in my ear that life is about accepting people. And that's what the church is about. The church is about unconditional acceptance, no matter what your background is, no matter what your walk of life is. That's how God loves us. God loves us in a way that he, he grabs us by the hand and he, he dances with us through life. He he walks us and he cares us, and he loves on us in a way that we are except and he's patient with us. He's patient with us like this, just like the young man who came in that had all kinds of questions and thought he knew everything in life. sometimes you can feel like you know everything, sometimes you can feel like you you, you got it, and God is just patient, He just listens to you, he values what you have to bring to the table. Pastor Richie, what can I really give God? The only thing you can really give God is your faith and your belief in him. That young man gave me a business interaction, but I gave him my ears to listen. Being expanded is as simple as just hearing somebody's perspective, just being open, being open and pliable that no matter what, you have value and you have worth. Never allow people to determine somebody else's value because they don't understand the nature of the relationship. I'm so thankful that I had the opportunity to have my best friends. The Jeffreys, they taught me so much. All three of them, Caucasian, African-American, the Native American. They all taught me something different. Today... You may be dealing with a situation that it's beyond you. You don't. It's something you've never dealt with before, and you may be receiving counsel information that says, "Hey, don't engage with it because it's new." I want this podcast to serve as a confirmation to you uh, today. Just because everybody else doesn't understand it doesn't mean it's something that you shouldn't uh, embrace. Long as it's not asking you to jump off the roof or something like that, you want to be open. Uh, be open today. Be open to be open in your relationships. Be open to hear different perspectives. You don't know what a person has to bring today, but it may not be something as major as a 50 line deal or something like that that'll change your work day or your work month, uh, but it could be s- something as simple as a person giving you. A directive that will allow you to gain the advantage in another area. People have something to give. Lord, I don't know how to embrace this person that's on my job. I don't know how to engage with. I just feel like they're 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 weird. I feel like they're <laughs> they're just different from me. But I need you to help me. I don't know how to interact. With this person because they seem critical. They seem overly analytical. I don't know how to engage. But Lord, I'm asking that you would help me in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Richie. I want you to stay connected to me. The easiest way on my website, RichiePatterson.com, or you can text the word yes to 248-372-9500. I'll see you the link and you are home free. I'm super excited. Uh, My book is coming out. This is The Kindness, July 14th, 2018, between 3 and 6 p.m. at the Comfort Inn Suites in Southwood. It is a book about these kind of things. Conflict, resolution, family. It's good for married, single. It's good for children. It's good for adults. I want you to say this with me. Life, you are not my enemy. But life, you are my friend. No matter what you do today, keep it. Patient love is kind, yeah. Despite the evil ways, the things that people say, no matter how I'm still encouraged that this is the kindness.